All right, top fan rivalry followers. It is Bill, and I got Jason Beck uh, back in the house. Uh, Jason's written a, a few articles for us, including one on Vince Scully. Uh, he's an avid Yankees fan, and I brought him in to talk as we're getting closer and closer to October to talk about the Yankees and to tell us what uh, what he sees, vibes, what he thinks, so on and so forth. So, Jason, thanks for coming back in the clubhouse, my friend. Uh, thank you for having me, Bill. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure, man. Always, always love having your insights. So, so tell me, what do you think the like? It's a, it, it's almost like it's two seasons with the Yankees this year. But <laughs> uh, what, what do you think the vibe is of the team right now? Like, talk to me here. Yeah, it's real. It's interesting because as I laugh, I, I always think of, or I, when I was just laughing right now, I was thinking of, you know, like the old, uh, the old uh, vaudeville or thirties movies where people would be like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and it is a tale of two seasons completely. I mean, night and day, I think, you know, right now um, leading into this past weekend, fortunately they had a, a fairly good showing this weekend, but leading into this weekend, man, they, they were just a team on the brink of disaster. You know, a team um, in in so much crazy internal turmoil and transition. Um, it was uh, it was just it's sad to see on a daily basis just the absolute uh, like they're just a lost ship at sea, man. Uh, Aaron Boone has no answer for it. They're searching for answers. They're hitting the the the, the panic button by calling up the young kids and. And, you know, trying to get them to catch a spark or something. But, you know, do you put them in the lineup in a series? I, I don't know. You know, so they're playing with fire at this point right now. But fortunately, with this past weekend, um, it helped them out because, you know, they gained two games uh, in, in each day. Um, but right now they're, you know, they got to get it. They got to get it straight, especially after that West Coast catastrophe they should have just you know gone eight and two or something in that in that uh, west coast swing but uh, you know every time they go to anaheim or even in oakland you know a, a sub a, a pitcher that's like four and 12 is just dealing nothing but pillows up there to them for seven and a third and you know you got the highest salary in baseball up there just not hitting the ball out of the infield so they got to get it straightened out and quick well anaheim has always been your own kryptonite for yes. some reason, I don't know why it is. I mean, the Angels could be uh, 0 and 160 when you guys beat them for the last two games of the season, and they're going to be 2 and 160 because they're going to get those two. I don't know what it is, but it's it, kryptonite. Absolutely agree. I mean, I've been going to Anaheim Stadium and watching the Yankee series since my boys were young. I mean, babies, and it is it it's, it's always Anaheim. Is like Yankee Stadium West. The Yankees travel deep, but man, the Angels always have my number. It's the biggest pet peeve of my wife. You know, of everything. What, what are we gonna do? How how can we? What's the big deal here? How can we do this? How can we lose to the Angels? It really boggles her mind. And so, you know, we have these philosophical Yankee discussions. That's what's so great about having her on board. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, I know you're on the West coast, but is there any plans to travel to either catch a game before October or to catch some playoff series? Um, I wish that we would be able to, to 
have some opportunity to go and catch some playoffs. Um, the 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 usual August trip to Anaheim is kind of where it falls for us. If they were playing out here, um, absolutely. If it, if it, the Angels were in the wild card hunt and and they were you know in it, uh, we would definitely be heading to to Anaheim. But unfortunately, I, the best seat in the house is going to be right here in my living room. Amen. I. I tell people that all the time. They always ask me if I want to go up to the ravine for opening day. And I always tell them, guys, it's always 130 that day for some reason. You're sitting in the sun. It takes you two hours to get there, two hours to get back, and an hour each way out of the parking lot. Right. Listen, I can watch the game here in the comfort of my own, you know, Dodger shorts and my jersey, and I'm, I'm fine. So yeah, exactly. I'm good. All right, so breakdown for me. I mean, we know what All Rise Aaron Judge is doing. I mean, he is he is phenomenal. We know what Nasty Nestor's done. We know what uh, Giancarlos, I can't find the jersey that fits me correctly, Stanton has done. Right. right? I mean, this guy's this guy's wearing his high school jersey, I think. I mean, it, yeah. the, the girls brother. love it, but you and I are watching it going, come on, brother. You, you got to <laughs> size it up just a little bit. So, So tell me, what do you think your odds are going deep and getting back into the fall classic with this team that you got now? The team that we have um, in the lineup or on paper at this point right now, I mean, maybe 25% chance at this point. I mean, you know, just to throw it in there with just about everybody. But, I mean, if we're – let's just start with the pitching lineup, you know, Bill. Let's be honest. I mean, after Garrett Cole – um, who skates on thin ice every start, you know, yep. from just uh, a dominating um, effort, a complete domination to um, ha- giving up a knock, having an error, and then giving up a three-run homer and losing the game in the matter of moments. Um, Nestor's kind of on the brink of, you know, of some troubles um, in his last starts. But after that, I mean – Herman and, and Montas, does that that doesn't say World Series to me as, as much of a Yankee fan as I am. I mean, you know, but we deal Montgomery, who's who's just, you know, totally living it up in St. Louis with the beard on his face and throwing complete games. But they wouldn't let him do that. And, and you know, who's the lefty you know after Cortez at this point? I'm a big believer that you need two lefties in your starting five rotation. Uh, Pettit and Wells back in those days, you know, in the Yankee dynasty days, those were huge. But uh, if if we're heading for the World Series, how are we getting there with Cole, Cortez, Herman, Montas? And in the bullpen, it's a catastrophe. They're avoiding Chapman at all costs at this point. The guy's got a 100-mile-an-hour fastball but is totally in love with his splitter and his off-speed stuff, I don't know why. Um, you know, Litke and um, the other lefty that they have in the pen are being used a lot. Um, and I think, uh, oh, uh, the, the other right-hander that, uh, that is in the bullpen, oh, just split my mind right now. But they're, they're going deep with all their guys right now. You know, at this point, if they had, you know, kept their lead in the first half, they would have rested these guys now. But it, it, they're forcing themselves into a circumstance where these starters have to go five or six or who knows what's going to happen with the bullpen. Uh, you know, the lineup itself, it, it, 
on offense is difficult to figure out too, man, because these guys can't hit the ball out of the infield. See, and, and and not to bring up a sore memory for Yankees fans, but I'm going to bring up something to make it a positive, right? Remember, in 2001, the Diamondbacks won the World Series on the back of Curt Schilling and Randy Johnson. And so, so you guys have Nasty Nestor and Garrett Cole. If for some reason, now October is a fresh start. It doesn't matter if you win 95 games leading up to it, you got in. And the way that it looks right now is you would have a buy with the Astros. Right. And then um, we let the Guardians or Twins or White Sox, whoever that is, duke it out with the rest of your division, it seems like. Well, Seattle's not in your division, but yeah. the rest of your division, it feels like. Um, and I think you guys, it's funny because if Cole gets hot and Nessie Nestor stays hot, you guys got enough to win a seven-game series there. You got the bats to do it it's just and it's all fresh and and keep in mind the teams that you're looking at with the exception of the rays the teams that ultimately you're looking at and the astros those are teams that don't have experience right Uh, toronto doesn't have experience in the playoffs seattle doesn't have experience the rays do the guardians don't right so you know win the first divisional series and maybe you get that confident i i don't know i mean i I love some of your players. I love Anthony Rizzo. I love what he's done. Um, hopefully, he'll be back in time for the playoffs. Right. Um, but I, I, gosh, Jason, I, I agree with you. I just think you can go deep. I really do. I, I love to see a Dodger Yankees World Series for the history of it. But Ooh. I just think you guys. I mean, you guys got DJ LeMahieu. You got Josh Donaldson. You got, you know, John Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge. You got the offense. The offense is there. The offense, the lineup is is there, and that's the the beauty of of our of the lineup. I mean, you have Judge at one, you know. I mean, and then you go from there. You could put Rizzo at two, or even Stanton at two. Um, but they can't have the this huge lineup going over into the seventh inning. Uh, and then they get the pitcher, the starter out of there, and then they put the the responsibility, if you will, on the bullpen holding it down for them to score one or two runs. That line has to be on uh, hitting one in the first inning, you know, right off the bat, and and give themselves some room so they can they can yeah. stretch their their starters out a little bit. You know, they can have them just kind of fill the zone in with more fastballs instead of being more creative, but it, that those starters, the lineup has to perform to help the starters out, in my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And, and it's one of the things that the Dodgers have done really good this year is with Mookie, Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman, and then Will Smith playing as well as he has. Oftentimes we're up one, two or three to nothing after the first inning. Right. And that gives your starter. And so, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Aaron Boone, as well as Dave Roberts, need to learn one valuable lesson. They need to understand that if Nasty Nestor doesn't have it in the second inning, it's okay to replace him in the third. Because yes. it's the best out of seven. It's not, you don't have 162 games. It's no. the best out of seven. And if he doesn't, if he has it, let him go eight. It's okay. Yes. There's there's nothing that says you have us. And there's nothing wrong with starting, if you have to, game three or game four, 
starting one of your bullpen guys and letting them go two innings or three innings on a travel day. Right. There, there's nothing that like all the rules are out the window, but Dave Roberts tends to play by the rule book of the 162 games. And I'm, I'm slightly fearful that Aaron Boone might do the same thing for you guys. I mean, I don't know. Am I wrong? Um, Dave Roberts is the most um, analytical driven manager that I've ever seen. And it's cost him, you know, in the past. And uh, I I believe that Aaron Boone is in a similar circumstance as that, but you're right. You know, we, you don't have the luxury of just hoping that they'll iron it out and uh, you know, then, uh, give up their runs and then shut down 13 in a row. This is, these these innings are important, every one of these innings in this seven-game series. And so, you know, as we said, they, they have to – that lineup has to take that responsibility and say, hey, we got to score. We got to score early so that we can stretch our starters deep and, you know, only have to rely on the pen as minimally as necessary. Yeah. Now, I, I, you know, October, and we're going to do a playoff version of this, and you'll be invited on with with other top fans of different teams talking about their teams and, you know, what they need to do to go deep into it. But I, I got to tell you, it as much as the defense is what wins the games, the pitching is what's going to win the games, if the pitchers have what I'm going to call stress innings, right, because you don't score till the fifth or sixth inning, Every mistake that they make is magnified by five. You're not going to get a lot out of your starters. Your, right. your guys, like you say, your guys need to score early and often. Give your starters the opportunity. Give Nasty Nestor a chance to go out in the third inning up three nothing. Yes, that, there's nothing that would be better than that. But, I mean, over the last 16, 17 games, every time I watch a ball, it's like one nothing in the first by the other team. You know, Baltimore. Up one nothing. The the A's are up like four one in the third. I'm like, what is going on here? You know, the come on guys, have yes. a plan. And that's the fr- most frustrating thing from a a baseball player coach standpoint as well is like seeing these guys just go in there at bat after at bat, just trying to you know give me some launch angle. No plan. No you know adjustment at the plate. You know, oh it's okay. Aaron Hicks is. 0 for 33, and he's still up there hacking at balls, trying to hit him out of the park. Let's not even talk about his defensive play the other day. But, you know, <laughs> you, you have to have a plan when you're at the plate. And, you know, these these guys are okay having extended droughts at the plate, and you, you just don't have that luxury in, in, in actuality. Oh, October. Good, no, in man. October. Yeah, it's yeah. – it, I, you you are the team, and I've said this before, in the National League, the Mets worry me, the Braves worry me, the Phillies somewhat do. They always play us tight. But um, I honestly think if I were predicting right now, it would be the Dodgers-Mets in the National League Championship Series. On the other side of the fence, you guys worry me the most, not even Houston. You guys worry me the most because of the history. And right. like Joe Torre says, During the dynasty years, you guys won more games because more people were afraid of the name on the front of the jersey than they were about the actual players. Right. Right. And so um, there's something about October baseball in the Bronx that some players aren't accustomed to. True. And if you play 81 games there, 
you know, it, it doesn't matter if it's April or October, you feel somewhat comfortable. It's your home ballpark. Right. So you guys got something going on there. That's, I mean, you guys got a, a really a home and, and honestly, you guys have home field advantage for the first round. If you stay and you win the American league East. Yes. First things first. Uh, we got right now, you know, with the weekend with the Rays, which was good picking up yep. the games did, you know, it seems that maybe the, the momentum is headed into the, in the right direction at this point. Um, absolutely. I, I completely agree. Um, you know, but we can, we can make a run. I can see it happening. Um, but we, we just, we got to take care of the, the East first and then let every, let the pecking order kind of work itself out. You know, whoever's going to take on the central champions is going to have a better record than them anyway. Um, but to be perfectly honest, Bill, the Rays are the team that I'm just the most, um, besides, you know, we, I want us to handle our business, but the, between Seattle, um, you know, they, they have the easiest schedule. They seem to be absolutely the team that, you know, we always talk about being the hottest team and the scariest team going into at this point. But, you know, the Rays are eight and two. They have guys that figure out how to win ball games. They have playoff experience and they make roster moves like crazy to just kind of just supplement that pitching. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because so many people still consider them an expansion team. You know, the Rays are an expansion team, but geez, man, yeah. they, what they do is, you know, is they set the bar for the way the league does everything just about every year. Right. And seeing you've got the luxury. So the Rays are winning two to one right now over Toronto. And by the way, top fans, just so that you know, we're filming this on Monday night. It'll air Wednesday. So this is <laughs> if you're listening to this and going, what? Rays are winning? Mm. Um, but the Rays, you got the luxury because the Rays in Toronto play each other tonight in a doubleheader tomorrow. Yeah, I believe they play one on Wednesday. So the best thing that can happen for the Yankees is those four games the two teams split. Yeah, they just flip flop. Yeah, because at that point it doesn't matter, right? You're at that point you're kind of looking at it going, all right, whatever, you know. Right. That, and just games off the schedule, and as long as you guys, so you guys go into Boston this weekend. Who can play spoiler for you? That would have been fun to get you and Sarah on. Maybe we'll do that at the end of the the series. <laughs> they go to Boston. Don't they go to Boston tomorrow? I think. They yeah, they tomorrow. go to Boston for yeah. uh, a three game set. I think uh, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday. Right. Huge. Huge. We have to handle the business in, in Boston. Have to. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and honestly, right now Boston is they're not mathematically eliminated, but they got to have a lot of things to go right. Yeah. Um, and so they're going to play spoiler as much as they can and nothing will make them more happy than knocking the Yankees around. Right. And so, right. But, but how, how, um, I guess apropos is it for it to come down again, schedule makers, right. are, they, these guys are the greatest. You right. know, these are the, these series are meaningful. It would be different if the Yanks still had a 12 game lead and they went into Boston and just, traipsed all over them and but these yeah. games have meaning and it's they there's a lot that hangs in the balance with these and it just takes you back again that's what october is all about is thinking about those old times the the bucky freaking dent game or the mike torres game you know and, yeah. and that's what it's about what who, who knows what could happen in these three in these three games right that, that right right talking about for you know 30 years who knows but that's exactly. what that's what's so great about this time of year, man. Exactly. All right, my final question for you. I love that. I can talk Yankees baseball. All that. 
I'm a closet Yankees fan in a sense, just like a closet Red Sox fan. Obviously, I bleed Dodger blue, but the history right. and the nostalgia of baseball and what those two teams have done for baseball is phenomenal. And and I don't care what and, – and people say, oh, I could hate the Yankees or I could hate the Red Sox. That's fine, but you can't turn away from history. You right. can't, I mean, you got a guy right now that's chasing down uh, Roger Maris. Mm. Doesn't wow. get better. Right. Wow. Right. Um, okay, final question for you. Uh, your favorite part of October baseball, and does Jason have any October baseball traditions that you do? Ah, traditions that I do. Well, let's see. Um, my favorite, I guess my favorite memory about October baseball, to be perfectly honest, is is remembering those Octobers past. Mm-hmm. You know, remembering those Octobers past and just wondering what could happen at a moment's note or in this game or, you know, uh, to to just change the history of of baseball that's the best part of of october baseball uh one of the traditions that i used to have that i haven't had in a in a while was one of my uh best uh friends and coaches growing up who has been a, a big yankee fan as well as 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 i he won't even wear anything red that's how <laughs> awesome. true blue is but um traditionally for years after every yankee win we would call each other and he would do the yeah the Yankees win the Yankees win and that's uh my buddy Sarge Ray and Cenas and he's in Arizona now but uh I miss those that tradition with him we used to do that uh, a lot of those years of the dynasty years but uh you know just being able to watch the games with my kids is 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 the best thing love it, it that that stuff I I just talked to a Toronto fan um about an hour ago first time uh he's a phenomenal guy he's got some traditions and and for me personally um you know the only thing i do is the first game of the playoffs i take off and i let everybody know at work don't call (laughs) me unless your house is on fire or you're physically being threatened by somebody that 911 can't help you call somebody else playoffs (laughs) started today right Right. and and so Chicken little, every the sky could fall, and it doesn't matter, man. Playoff baseball's in. I I have told my wife on numerous occasions in October baseball, she can walk in front of the TV with what she came into this earth with. I'll ask her to move. When the game's over, I'll say, okay, what were your thoughts here? Let's, you know, <laughs> I I like these ideas, but there's a game on, right? Right. And so, right, honey. Yes. <laughs> you know, there you go. Well, Jason, it's always good to have you on. We're going to have you on the playoff edition. I love talking baseball with you. I love your baseball mind. I love the lives that you do with the cards and the bourbon and baseball. You're you're just a phenomenal dude, and I've I've enjoyed getting to know you and enjoy what you do. So thanks for being on. I do appreciate that, Bill. Uh, always have a, a, a good time with you. It's always a pleasure, and um, I'm just thankful. I'm glad to be back. Thank you. Okay. It's good to have you. We'll have you on again for the playoff edition. Top fan rivalry followers, this is Jason. He's at Bourbon and Baseball. We will make sure that we tag him again. Make sure you're following him. He's got some great content. Jump on his lives. He does a live on Wednesday night. Um, every Wednesday night at what, 5 p.m.? Uh, Pacific? 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. Check it out. We have a lot of shenanigans and a lot of fun.
Yeah, I I usually pop on and I feel like I I overtake the comments because you guys are always nailing it, and I'm like, but 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 wait a second. So we appreciate it. The more the better, man. Yeah, the more the better. I just love having you ha being on, and so top fans follow this guy. He's a phenomenal guy. Like I said, a good family dude, good Yankee fan, and and so we'll have you on again soon, Jason. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. You got it, Bill. Take care. Bet.